Stu, you know me. Um, sometimes I write down funny thoughts I have in my iPhone notes bit, right? Yeah. Well, you you have some. I'm going to call them low level aspirations of, of doing some stand up. Yeah, is that accurate? It was a fleeting thought, I suppose. Let's go. Past with that. tense. No, I still think of it sometimes, especially okay. when I've indulged, apparently, because yeah, right. I write down ideas. So um, I woke up with two new ones this this weekend. Well, Monday morning, I was looking at my notes. I was like, fuck, I don't remember writing those. Okay, are these bits? Are you calling are these are these bits? I think they could be turned into bits. All right. One was I had just written, take me down to Paradox City, where the girls are ugly and the girls are pretty. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. Yeah, and just end it there. Yeah, that's, just that's, end it there. Know I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a. I'm no weird Al Yankovic. No, no, I don't think anyone's asking you to be. Good. I don't think anyone's asking for another weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> the other bit I found was a little harder to interpret, but I, upon reading the words, I realised what I had thought. Mm. It's a visual gag, and it's not really for a stand-up bit, <laughs> but what I had thought up in my head was, you know, cigars that come in like a cigar tube. Yeah. If I was to always carry one of those with a pre-cooked hot dog in it <laughs> and just <laughs> take it out when need be <laughs> and munch on a hot dog. Time to celebrate, boys. <laughs> Start munching on a hot dog. That's, I don't know what to do with that. You're, you're not a father. But no. when you are, you can keep that tradition going of... Uh, ah, the traditional know. hot dog. No, just, you know, the, the, the father brings some cigars for, for everyone um, on the announcement of the birth of the child. Here we go, boys. <laughs> Dig in. Yeah, the hot dog in there. Yeah, that's amusing. Again, we should just do a sketch show where every sketch is like 10 seconds long. I'd love that. Someone's probably done it before. My wife had a weird thing. A lot of my funny comes from my wife, and she is quite funny without meaning to be. And she did this bit on the phone to me yesterday that just, like, halfway through I was like, fuck, she's doing a great bit. I don't know how, like, I said, this is great. you got to do your stand-up. She didn't realise. What happened was we were talking on the phone, and then the phone cut out. And then we started talking, and I said, hey, so what happened there? Like, whose phone? She said, Shh, I don't fucking care. Let's just keep talking. And then I was like, what do you mean? And she started ranting about how, who cares what happened to the phone? We both know that the phone was gone. Now the phone is back. I love this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, all I'm we're doing is wasting time here. I am so on board with that. The number of times I've had a conversation, because I've got a few black spots in my house, mm. and I'll walk through, and then whoever I'm talking to will go, oh, what happened there? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, am I cares? a fucking phone technician? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Furthermore, don't give a fuck what happened. We're back talking now. If I didn't want to talk to you and had done something for that, I wouldn't be talking again. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I was like, I'm yeah, that's cool. 100% with her. Mm. Is she going to do some stand-up? I hope so. I also wrote, why is breakfast different, but lunch and dinner are pretty much interchangeable? That's, that's true. No, that's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. And also, I've written here, this one I must have been drunker. I said, I'll gamble however I want, you bloodsuckers. Gamble <laughs> responsibly. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Because I assume I saw a gambling ad that said gamble responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll gamble however I want to, bloodsucker. Hopefully we get big enough at some point for a gambling company to sponsor this. We're and we can wipe that. Straight after that, the ad, play we can play that bit. <laughs> I like that. It's What's the Go. 
it's the podcast that's kind of about sport. Let's say it is, because you need to say it's about something, don't you? you got to categorise it, yes. We do. We talk about sport. What am I, what am I We talking? do. The I'm whole thing's silly. about sport. I'm it starts silly. with sport. Sometimes it goes yeah, on yeah, tangents. Yeah. A tangential sports show. Great phrase. Thank you. Market, Matt. Get more marketing down. Uh, Monty. Yes. News? From your... <laughs> Just thoughts from your life. Uh, not much. COVID rolls on. I've been working at home for a long time, thinking about sports, watching lots of sports. It's not affecting you that well at the moment, is it, the working from home? You seem to be uh, getting... Time is soup for me now. I mm. just Every day rolls into the next, punctuated by weekends, but the weekends are the same. Look, I'm going to say a few sport things. Well, before you do that, yeah, Steve, what on. about you? You got any news, mate? How's things? Oh, mate, I'm just happy it's spring. It was a cracking bloody Sunday. Now, it- is it spring, though, or are we just being simpletons in calling it spring? Isn't Doesn't spring start on the... Vernal Equinox? Fuck your Vernal Equinox. It was a nice day and it was... You're not the first person to tell me that. (laughs) Channel 7 fires up about not wanting to pay full freight on the cricket this summer when the product won't be as good as normal. International cricketers won't be able to come, etc. Cricket Australia be all like, COVID ain't our fault, bruh pay up you know yeah it's true um a couple of points on that first one tangential sports show so i got a tangent to go off but it relates to channel seven um did you read that article today about the decline of bruce mcavaney no who wrote that um also good journalism a reddit user wrote it and then they said on news.com.au said we've taken this whole story from reddit with their permission right so they're not even doing journalism anymore they're doing that but the, the Reddit article was amazing. Right. This guy had broken down the problems with Bruce's most recent commentary. The game he commentated on the weekend, I believe, Carlton Collingwood. Yeah. 55 rhetorical questions. What's wrong with that? In four quarters. That's a normal question, not a rhetorical question. I want you to answer it. What's wrong with that? Um, I but- like that. <laughs> <laughs> because because it, se- it it appears as if he was adding nothing. He also it oh. then it then documented how many times he had used nicknames for his fellow commentators. Right, and it was through the roof, an average of like three and a half per minute. Again, I'll ask what the problem with that is. I think what they were getting at was that Bruce is offering nothing to your viewing. Right, so you may so it's not actually enhancing the pictures that you see. It's, it's not doing anything. In fact, it's taken away from. Them. Okay, now. Uh, uh, the mind boggles. What's? Do you have an example of what a rhetorical question from Bruce during a game might be? Yeah. Give me one sec, Stu. I'll show you this. It's not only... It's like a graph. It's like... It's it's amazing. Bruce is a legend, but it's time to go. All right, let's have a look. I'll, I'll scroll through to... Yeah, I just want, I just want to know what, what they're citing as an example of a Bruce rhetorical question. He... In 41 minutes of airtime, he referenced his co-commentators by name 55 times at a rate of around 1.38 per minute. Okay, here's a breakdown of his rhetorical questions by quarter. (laughs) So he said, isn't he, isn't it, or aren't they? And then a shitload of times. Right. Then it breaks down, didn't he, didn't it, or didn't they? Hasn't he, hasn't it, or haven't they? So... so Player X has just uh, passed the ball, hasn't he? 
Or, or more of, I assume, so Husey, who he's mentioned, some other commentator has yeah. said, that's a good kick. Isn't, Isn't it, it, says Bruce. <laughs> or or he's, he's taken a mark there. Has he, says Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Bruce is just uh, questioning the reality of it all, whether he's, you know, really seeing what he's seeing in front of his eyes. Um, we've also broken down how many times he said G. He says G, G a lot. Yeah. As an exclamation. Yeah, he said G. So he was going strong in the first quarter. He said, I reckon a very lot too. All right. Very well, that's, lot. that's an assertion. Um, all right. So we're going back. What were we talking about? Cricket? Cricket. That got me in channel seven. But then. Channel seven say they're not getting what they paid for. Yes. And Cricket Australia are saying. COVID's not our fault. Yeah, that's right. What are, we, what are we meant to do? Okay. I was going to say, yeah. well, how could anyone prepare for COVID? But um, Wimbledon did. Did you see that? Wimbledon took out COVID... Well, they took out pandemic insurance. When? Five years ago. Oh. I know, right? Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sports podcast, conspiracy podcast. Who knows? <laughs> Wimbledon rule the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, they got... They earned money this year. Okay. Isn't so what great? do you reckon's happened? Like uh, one, a Wimbledon high up? Yep. Real tough yeah, cat. Is uh, <laughs> eating his strawberries and cream. Found himself in China. Ooh. Seen people eating bats. These motherfuckers God. are eating bats. <laughs> Better get some pandemic Fuck insurance. Me. Damn, this is gonna this is gonna end in tears. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, someone at least someone's ahead of the Doesn't game. Doesn't that feel very colonial? Like this guy in China goes, fuck me. We better go back to my grass tennis court. He's in the wet market yeah. watching people eat bats. He's walking around with his bowl of strawberries and cream. I assume bowl of strawberries and cream and a gin and tonic aloft a, a on people's shoulders, kind of yeah, taking in the, the Orient. Well, one of those carriages that people carry around. Yeah, 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 yeah a portable yeah, carriage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, also, on another point, because we're going on tangents, did you know that America um, uh, colonised uh, the Philippines? Yes. I didn't know that. I found that out recently. Blew my mind. Yeah, it was part of the um Blew, actually I found it out last night. They they took it they took the territory off the Spanish. Spanish, Spanish probably, yeah, yeah sorry. The American Spanish War. I didn't know it happened during that. I know of that war. I didn't know mm. it happened during that. The thing that got me on it was that way back when mm. coupled with really easy schooling and ability to get accreditation is why the world is full of Filipino nurses. Really? Yeah, because they were taught in English Mm. because there's carryover from um, the United States colonialism and then they went to... And then they were like, well, we can earn a shitload more money in Australia, England and the rest of the world. So we'll go do that. Yeah. Well, the the Americans... Sport podcast? Yeah, yeah. The Americans (laughs) obviously were... Like, had a stake in trying to defend the Philippines in the Second World War because the Japanese were coming to try it's and take over. It was their territory. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, I'll return to my original question, which was... Please. Um, who- was there a question in that? I thought it was a news story. Well, it's a news story, but I'm asking a question okay. in, that, in that, you know, we've got two... We've got a, a problem here. Both sides say that it's not their fault. So, who's going to back down? Cricket Australia or Seven? Do Cricket Australia go, all right, we'll give you a discount. It's We can't help it, but the product's not as good. Or does Seven go, well, you know, we, right. we, signed, we signed a contract, so we've got to do it. Go back one step. What 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 are Seven, Seven are saying that the product is, is not good? Yeah, so the, the scheduling's all munted. 
because of COVID. Because of COVID, yeah. The uh, you can't have international players. Yep. Because it's just been decided that it's, it's too, for the big too much. Bash we're talking it's for about? the big bash. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, and obviously, we've still got uh, India coming for. Yeah, but they are coming, aren't they? Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, and, and are they going to quarantine for a couple of weeks or something like that? Well, they're trying to avoid quarantining. They they want to be above quarantining, exempt from quarantining. I guess I shouldn't try too hard to get an answer out of you because it'll be conjecture. Yeah, hearsay. Which is weird. Hearsay. You know, and usually we have everything, like we actually solve real problems here on this podcast. Real world problems, yeah. yeah. Um, look, I don't know. I, I feel like contract, right? Signed. So, seven they're going to do it. Maybe mm. they just have to say we're not going to broadcast a whole bunch of stuff because the schedule's all out of whack. Yeah, all right. Well, let's say, you know, that you pay me a lot of money to go and paint your shed. Sure. You say, I want a, a delicious crimson colour, if you wouldn't mind, sir. Absolutely. And I come in and I haven't got crimson. I've only got white. And that's going to make it easy to mark up when your dogs run into it and scratch it and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I think you've used so. the wrong kind of analogy there. I think right. I've asked you to paint my shed hmm. a nice crimson. You said, sure, I've got the crimson. But because of rain, I can't do it till all on this one evening at late at night and it's going to be real loud. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I can't say, bring in, in any international painters. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's only me, old shitty painter. <laughs> so you're not getting the quality painting that you wanted. <laughs> it was a great analogy. I, I don't want you to fault it. A League Grand Final, Sydney FC. Yeah, you bring it home, eh? Yeah, I watched a bit of that. Um, it was one with a nipple, which is always good. Mm. Um, the man uh, with the best hair in all of football, Ryan Grant, scored a uh, nipple goal yeah. to win it. Chesticles. Chesticles, indeed. And on A-League, uh, I saw something during the week about the, uh, there's a sniff, a potential hint of the return of the mighty Gold Coast United. Yeah, you know, I've heard about that. The former Clivey Palmer-owned clubs looking to get an A-League license yeah, again. Yeah, nice. Clive Parmigiana. I don't yeah. think he's involved. He's too busy trying to... Oh, so it won't be him. I didn't know that. Okay. No, no, no. I think he's it's he's trying, too busy trying to dig a hole under a fence in Do WA. it's just time we as a country just stop? the Gold Coast like we've tried for 50 years to make it a thing in, in sport or everything everything like sport we've obviously tried to make it a thing none of them are good my my confusion with the Gold Coast is that like how big is the Gold Coast like I, I don't want you to answer I've been like, there a size few times yeah whatever. I've been there a few times a couple of blocks but, like yeah, nothing but how many people do you hear of that come from the fucking Gold Coast oh yeah everyone lot. comes yeah, from yeah, the Gold yeah, Coast yeah 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 yeah, I get you. They stack like six people high there or something, aren't they? Well, they do have that one really tall building. Yeah, <laughs> it is stacked quite high. And they all look the same. Yeah. Look, Everyone from the like Gold Coast looks the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get you. You tell me this. What is the sporting highlight of the Gold Coast? What's the best they've done in anything? Oh. Didn't Wayne Bartram play for the Seagulls at one point? Just play for them. That's yeah, the yeah, highlight. Yeah. Sign, signing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I remember Carmichael Hunt kicked a goal for them in the AFL once, and that was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what would be sporting highlights? The motor races. So you just Googled Gold Coast sporting highlights. Yeah. And there's a Wikipedia page. Do you remember the East Coast Aces? No, of course not. Who? Rugby union team played in the Australian Rugby Championship. When? 2007. One year. (laughs) (laughs) The Gold Coast Blaze also started in 2007, a very heady year. I've got to say, 
I, I can't blame them for trying because the from what I, we can tell, the the Gold Coast has a population of at least eighteen million, right? What? Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone you know comes. From, uh, oh so yeah, many yeah. Okay, come from I thought the Gold you'd looked that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So. So, of course, you want a piece of that market. Can I just point out, they've had a few different teams get their license revoked in a few different sports mm-hmm. in the Gold Coast. They also had a... Now, here's a bit of trivia. They had an NBL team from 1990 to 1996. Can you give me the name of that team? 1990-96 NBL. It appears as if halfway through their tenure, they changed their name too. Well, that's gold coast to a t yeah the league club had five names yeah i can tell yep. all right oh is it bird related they all often seem to be bird related no but one of them's an animal related mm. i'll put you out of your misery go on they were first called the gold coast cougars oh, yeah. and then the gold coast rollers oh cougars is that mate? rollers yeah. for basketball apparently yeah don't <laughs> That's probably why they folded. All right. And the Chargers. Well, the yeah. Gold Coast folders. What? I don't remember. What? You're a, you're a knowledgeable rugby league guy. In 1996, the Gold Coast had a team? Yeah. They yeah. folded before the end of preseason? Well, how, which iteration are we talking about? Well, that's what I'm trying to get you to get at. This is a <laughs> oh, different okay. name to anyone I've ever heard. Okay. So, let me, let me go. There were, it's, there were Seagulls, Giants... Charges. Yep. And one that folded before the end of preseason. Hang on. Seagulls. Charges. Giants. No. Oh, go the, oh, the Gold Coast Gladiators. Gladiators? Yep. Even I don't remember that. I know, right? So, hang on. So, they... They, they have a sick-looking logo. Oh, so they never played a game. No. Preseason, they played a couple of games. <laughs> Far out. Notable players. Wayne Bartram. Yeah. There you go. So that was Martin Bella. Preston Campbell. This is a decent tip. Ben Iken. Yeah. Wally Lewis. It was that it was weird time. Yeah, 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 but yeah. they weren't. He played. He was a seagull, Wally. There must well, have been, this must have been the transition from seagull into something else. Seagull to charger. Yeah. So we go. <laughs> we start with Gold Coast Tweed Giants. Yeah. Follow it up with the Gold Coast Seagulls. Seagulls. Then we have one preseason of the Gladiators. Then yep. we go into the Chargers. Charger era. Yeah. So what happened was, okay, they changed their name. They changed their whole thing. For preseason, they were the Gladiators. They started the season as the Chargers. Right. There you go. And there's today's and Gold look, Coast. Look where got, how long? Um, bloody hell, this must be the longest they've been a thing. Like, uh, just one thing. A title. Must be. Must be. Who'd have thought constantly changing your marketing and logo and so on would be bad for business? <laughs> um, and we've got, yeah, Gold Coast Titans and Gold Coast Suns, 2007 and 2011. Yeah. Not folded as yet. But Gold Coast Suns are doing all right this year. Or they were. They were. They started yeah. better than they have, but they, the bar's pretty low okay. for them. Yeah, righto. Uh, yeah, that, I think we've done enough on Gold Coast for now. Should I stray back onto my list of, uh, like, sport things to talk about? Yeah. All right. The Horn Zoo fight. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Horn is gone. Yeah, yeah. Punch and primary school teacher's done. Yeah, he's got to... Um, yeah, there's lots of calls for him to retire. He looks like he doesn't have much left to give. Do you think there's any kind of worry between repeatedly being punched in the head and then going to teach the youth of our nation? 
what you mean you might start using like a, a compass to try and write on the chalkboard with yeah or that's good that's funny or you know sometimes with those those poor old older players with the with the um the hia and and, and that kind of what's what's the, the disease they get but they get they get a bit angry at, at the smaller things oh, yeah. what if he punched a child well by the looks of that horn zoo fight it wouldn't hurt the child very much it's great that's funny but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I can understand why people are saying it, but I also need people to know it's not really their business. Did you see they um screwed, to tell him to they screwed up at the fight and called him the wrong thing? Called him the wrong. No, thing. No, no. The guy said, and uh, the ring announcer said, and now we're ready for the fight between Jeff Horn and Jeff Zoo. Jeff Zoo. <laughs> yeah. And he came out and said, "My name's Tim." <laughs> at least they didn't call him Sun Zoo. He's been dead for a long time. But he is the son of Costa Zoo. Oh, nice one. Thank you. Uh, NBA stopping for Black Lives Matter. That was pretty interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I followed this quite closely, especially because I got up that morning wanting to watch some basketball and it wasn't on. But um, I think it's a really powerful mo- statement and I think that, you know, showing corporate America that um, that they can stop if they wanted to, that yeah. they rely on them is yeah. good. But then also, as far as I can tell, the Players Union and LeBron specifically reached out to Barack Obama yeah. and Barack said... For advice. Yeah, for advice. Yeah, yeah. And Barack said you should keep playing because that way you keep your... Um, your Voice out there. Yeah, you keep your, your platform to yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. tell people. I think it's good. I think, I think um, you know, look... <laughs> Everyone around the world, I'm sure, enjoys sitting back and commenting on American culture and what's going on at the moment and how crazy it is. We are but a humble sports tangential podcast. You know, good for them, and I think they should keep doing it, but i got not much more to say on that. No, no, but what you said was very good. Thank you. Not a, uh, a silly sidebar inside, which is good. Waka waka. <laughs> Uh, what about a few league snippets here, Monty? Is there, there's the little uh, whisper of Bennett possibly being back to coach the Maroons if Kevy goes to Broncos, right? Yeah, I saw that. What do you think about that? I mean, when is Bennett done? Like he's never done. Like okay, yes, he's been a good coach. He has a lot of respect from people because he's quiet and cranky. But like, does anyone else? Can someone else have a go? When's this guy going to retire? I don't think he's going to retire. I suppose coaches can go ages, can't they? How old do you reckon Wayne Bennett is? He's 60s? No, he's 70 now, or t- okay. turning 70. The thing with coaches is they can go to all has, has anyone ever... Has a coach ever passed away while coaching? Not while, not out there, but during a season? No, I don't think so. Uh, Chris Anderson nearly did. He had a massive heart attack while he was... Chris Hansen? Is Chris, that what you said? Chris Anderson. Oh, yeah, Chris Hansen's the um, catch-a-predator yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 you don't what want him showing here? up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just getting pizza with this, <laughs> with this child. Well, She wh- said she was 19. But he'd be good at half-time bakes if the team's not playing well. You just go down oh, to sh- each player and go, Chris, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Why are you here? Yeah. They go, oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I should be I should be fighting for my playing. career. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wayne Bonet, do you... And then one person goes, I was here to meet a girl. And I go... <laughs> On that. Okay. Um, Wayne Bonet, uh, do you reckon he blows up? No. I yeah, can't imagine it. weird, right? I can't imagine it either. But maybe it will be very effective because it is Wayne Bonet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think he gives people the silent treatment when he's angry. Well, that seems to be when he's happy. Though. But what makes him a good coach is that he gives people the silent treatment when he's happy as yeah, well. Yeah, okay. So, so you just never know. So that leaves you guessing. And then you want to work better for him so that you yeah. don't... 
disappoint him well, and make him happy. You've got no indication of whether he's happy or, or upset with you. Yes. So you always err on the side of good. Well, better do better. Just so you know, you just feel safe about better the whole thing. Better do better so I can help him. You're, I'm wrong. Sorry, he's a genius. He should, he should coach till he's 110. Tigers look like they're going to give Marshall the, a little bit of a flick out the door. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did flick you want... out the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a big call, isn't it? I mean, he's, you know... Probably their most creative player outside of Harry Grant, who's <laughs> who's not their who's player. Not going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Completely agree. He's he, and he's and he's spiritual leader and all that kind of stuff. I think it's probably the start of a bit of a blow up. I, I was reading that, like blowing up the team. I think we're going to get rid of a few players. Mm. I just, I, I don't know. I he'll go somewhere else, right? That's what he was saying, Benji. He said he wanted to play on. Yeah, but it, it it feels like he's been on the verge of retirement for five years. I, I thought he did retire. Yeah. Didn't he retire for a while? Maybe. Or did he go play... He went and played Union in France, didn't he? Or yeah. Like that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was him done, but no, came back. So where would he go? I don't know. Chargers? Gladiators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, look, it, it upsets me. He's such a spiritual talisman kind of thing. And, you know, you want him there, but maybe... I don't know. Do I? Do you trust Madge or, or Benji more? Probably Benji. Benji's more of a heart and soul. How many? How many premierships has um, uh, Madge won with Balmain in two thousand five? Right. Yeah. Ma- Marshall's probably got one season in him that best though. So how much stock do you put in that one season? When realistically, a, a big rebuilding phase might edge you into the eight next season, but you're not going to be in the grand final. So I don't think we'd get into the eight if we rebuild. I think we, you know three years away something like that I don't know yeah which which, I'm I'm speaking from the Tigers perspective now so what's the point of keeping him around then what's the point of keeping him around instead of blooding a new player that's going to be around for a while I think I think you could probably I don't know it's it's probably personal with Benji but my hope would be that you would have him there to help blood new players like to you know to say you know play eight games of the year starting and then Mm. come from the bench and just be an older head to say have you ever seen a flip pass yeah. This is how you do it. I think the issue is that that kind of player would be on less money than Benji's on and would be happy to take. Now, that being said, do you think someone else is happy enough to pay, pay Benji that money? Do you think he's good enough still? I would say like he's been at the Broncos, but a year at the Broncos would it can't hurt them anymore. <laughs> it can only help. Good point. And they've got, probably got the money to give him what he wants. Yeah. Uh, but or Or Knights maybe because... Um, Knights were kind of banking on Blake Green next season, but I think his injury is kind of pushing him into retirement. So I, I feel the Knights have three or four, five eights kind of all in line, but they're all very young. So yeah, maybe okay. one more season of learning and learn from Benji Marshall. Yeah, like good, shit. good person to learn from. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Let's keep an eye on it, see what happens. But I do think it's writings on the wall. He's probably not going to be with Tigers next year. Yeah. Speaking of the Knights, poor old Mitchie Pierce misses out on a cool 125k. Uh, he has a clause in his contract that would have paid him a bonus for making the if the Knights made the top four, and they fucked it for him. I really enjoy um, sporting kind of KPI related contracts. Yeah, I did. Like, <laughs> I, how does this work with salary caps though? I don't know. I don't. There's a lot about salary caps that I don't understand. Yeah, right. Like, you can front load salary caps where you pay the guy heaps one year. And no one else, and then very little the following years. Like I don't. But it makes me wonder, like if if the Knights made the top four and they had to pay him that 125k, does 
do they just axe another player? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry, we made the top four. You can't be here next year. See you later. Now, here's here's another sporting KPI contract-related thing that, that verges on even weirder for me. A lot of American football and NBA especially have clauses in their contract where they'll get paid quite a lot more, up to a couple of million sometimes, if they make the All-Star team. Right. The All-Star team is voted on by journalists. So it's like... How much do you have to pay each journalist to mm. then still be earning money with your extra two mil? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's some issues there. Uh, that's funny about Pierce, so good. I uh, find that funny. What did he need to do? They need to make the four? Top four. Yeah. And they could The Knights could have, but... Yeah. It, can they not now? Uh, I think since being blasted by the Warriors... Yeah, yeah. That, ...that's taken away all chance. Uh, they've really slid, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, they were looking great at the beginning and then just really fell off. Yeah. Well, every time someone tried to play hooker, they got broken in half. Yeah, yeah, that's right. fair. Uh, Huawei, phone, Chinese phone company, uh, quit as major sponsor of the Raiders due to, you know, Aussie government's uh, anti-China policies. <laughs> Do we have anti-China policies? That seems, well, seems a bit... Well, it's it's perceived anti-China policies. We, yeah. have, we have been bullish yeah. politically there with China. Yeah, bull-like. Yeah. Which they're calling uh, dog tactics, I'm, I assume. Yeah, dog tactics. Um, do you know, is uh, Huawei going to remove their sponsorship straight away? I'd say so. We're going to have a Canberra jersey with nothing on the front? Well, I get, love a jersey. Get the milk back. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Surely yeah, yeah. oak. Oak on the front, right? Or um, Oak was oak, wasn't it? No, no, that's Panthers you're thinking of. It's Canberra milk. It was just Canberra just milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, I knew there was another milk sponsor what, in the What about Wodgers? Wasn't there Wodgers in the 80s? I'm going to look that up. Yeah, please do. Wodgers. What is a Wodgers? Yeah, well, let's find out. Wodgers. It's, um... What is Wodgers? <laughs> please, tell me what a Wodgers is. Do you want to hear... I'm seeing a lot of stuff about Wodgers being a sponsor of the Raiders. But that's it. But not what Wodgers actually fucking is. Maybe it's just one bloke, Wodgers, and he decided, <laughs> I'm going to put all my life work into sponsoring a rugby league team. Don't sell anything. Yeah. I think Canberra will come back and get a sponsor pretty quickly, don't you? They're flying high-ish. Yeah, it should do. It's our nation's capital. What yeah. what, what would you like to see sponsor them? Uh, Something quite Australian, you'd think, right? Vegemite? I don't know that's Australian-owned. Okay. Well, I was thinking something more Canberra-ish, like... Uh, Roundabouts. Or te- brought, to you, brought to you by brought Roundabouts. You, telecom Tower. The Questacons. Questacons. Come on, man. Sick, there you go. Sick. Yeah, that's about all we know about Canberra. All hey, right. do you want to hear a um, small kind of tragedy story about another failed um, Gold Coast team? <laughs> Have you just got a kind of catalogue of these two? There, this Wikipedia article goes on. <laughs> In 2008, the semi-professional Brisbane Blue Tongues in the Australian Ice Hockey League moved their base to Iceland on the Gold Coast and formed the Gold Coast Blue Tongues. Right. Everything sounds great. But then, serious health and safety risks were discovered at the Iceland venue in 2013 and the team was given two years to find an alternative home. So hang on, hang on. Serious safety risks? Yeah. But you got two years to find somewhere else. Right? (laughs) So many questions. Also, like, also, what's Woodges? Yeah, yeah, good idea. What is Woodges? Either way, um, 
They folded. They couldn't find a new home. <laughs> All right. I, I think we're going to run out of time in this podcast, but maybe next week. Can you tell me more about... Just the old Gold Coast special? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> I think this has been the old yeah, Gold Coast special. <laughs> no, I want to learn more about ice hockey in Australia. Yeah, okay. I've been to a few games. It's bizarre. I've heard nothing about it ever. I had a couple of mates when I was a kid play ice hockey. So um, is it a legit national competition? Yeah, well... Legit. It's, well, it's a national is, okay, competition. Is it a national? Yeah, there's the national. Why, who's the doing the marketing? I've heard nothing about this. Um, yeah, no one. I've, I've, no one. Yeah, what's it? the Sydney team's called the the Polar Bears? I think or something like that. Don't stare blankly at me. I'm asking you what this is. All right, I'll I'll look it up and we'll come back next week. With yeah, that's what I'm saying. Stuff. I want. Let's I'll talk mean, about it next week. That's some sizzle for you to look forward to. Australian ice hockey coming at you. Monty, we were talking about this yesterday. Not that that means anything to anybody listening to this because they could be listening at any time. But uh, Todd Payton, right? Yeah. Interim coach of the Auckland Warriors. Auckland Warriors? New Zealand Warriors. Bloody hell, I'm living in the past. They were the Auckland Warriors. They were, yeah. Yeah. That was bloody ages ago. Gold Coast Chargers. Seemingly going to North Queensland next year to coach them, right? And we were talking and we both agreed. Yeah. That he's a very scary-looking man, but also a very attractive man. He's a scary villain. Scary attractive. Sexy, scary villain. Yeah. Yeah, Todd Payton. Very piercing blue eyes. Yeah. So uh, I would be intimidated by him, but also, you know, want to get a bit closer. Yeah, I don't know what you at home can do with this information, but we both agree that he's well, what I'd like is, sexy but villainous. What I'd like is just uh, some more examples, if anyone's got them, of who's uh, scary attractive. Ooh. Have you ever seen a picture of Arsene Wenger, the uh, Arsenal manager? No. Is that who the Wenger bus is named after? They That that happened for a bit, yes. Okay. All right, yeah, well, yeah, people at home, please write in sexy but scary sporting figures. Yeah, or historical figures, anyone you like, really. Well, famous people, please. Yeah, not... Don't tell us about your mate, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Who's you know got uh, beautiful lush lush hair, but you know punches old people. Penchant for stabbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stuart, we talked about Kabaddi last time. Were we here? Yeah, we did. I thought I'd delve deeper. I found a list of the I don't know the number, but a list of numbered <laughs> weird sports. Right. So I thought I'd tell you about them and we can, you know, talk about them as we go through. How many weird sports? I don't know the number. I've only started at the top. I okay. don't know how far this goes. All right. So <laughs> we, could, we could be here five minutes. Could we could be, be here exactly. 50 minutes. Exactly. All right. Now, number one, I don't find very weird, but I'll tell you about it. It's Sepak Takraw. Are you, are you familiar with Sepak Takraw? I'm going to say no, I'm not. And I'm also going to say you can pack that question away for the rest of them because I probably haven't heard of any of these. No, I reckon you'll have heard of some of them. Okay. Step back to, to Craw is it's awesome. It's gangster. It's cool as. It's um. It's gangster. It's a uh, Southeast Asian sport that's like ho- uh, soccer and volleyball combined. Right. But the ball is a little kind of um, bamboo dealy. Right. So you've you- got to get it over the net by only using feet. Yeah, but they do like spikes. Where they like backflip and oh, kick it down, yeah, that's like bicycle. Yeah, 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 it's awesome. I believe there is a Jackie Chan film which it features in heavily. I think he's like a sepak to crawl guy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty cool sport, and I wouldn't call it that weird, but it's it's pretty awesome. I look look some footage up. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty sick. It's pretty sick. Uh, number two is yeah, you've heard of this, but it's shit that it's a real sport. I hate the fact that this is a thing. Quidditch. 
How's it a real sport? Well, it appears as if here they just use balls and have to hold a stick while they're running around, a broomstick while they're running Can around. Can you imagine the sort of people who play that? Yeah, dickheads. Yeah, moving on. Number three. Now, this is more, we're getting weirder here. Tuna tossing. Ch- tuna tossing. Tuna tossing. Is that what I think it is? What do you think it is? <laughs> Uh, discus, but with tuna. Yeah, but more. Um, it's it's less discus, more um, hammer throw. Yeah, is hammer the one on the end of the chain? Yeah, yeah, it's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got a um, you got a, It appears as if you've got like a kind of hook in the tuna's mouth. It's quite quite hefty looking tuna. Right. Spin him around and launch him. See how far he goes. So, is there a standard chain length, or can you choose a shorter or longer chain depending on your own tactics? Um, that it doesn't say, but it does tell me that it's a twenty pound fish. Oh, always. Yeah. Bloody hell, how long will you have to fish for to make sure you've got enough fish of exactly the same weight to hold a competition? Well, I assume you'd grow fish from babies and kill them as soon as they got to 20 pounds. Right, so then you've got different stages of being frozen. Oh. Because they're not going to catch them all at once. Like, if you need... Say, well, let's in, say my, you need, in my scenario, we're farming them. We're not catching them. Fine. But you need... Let's say... How many fish do you think you need for one competition? Let's say 40. Really? I was going to say one or two. But what are you saying? They're holding a competition. There's two throws. No, they go and get the fish and bring oh, it back and give it, it to the guy. Oh, as if it would be battered beyond... Like you think we're just apart. leaving fish out there? No, but it would fall apart and then lose its aerodynamicness, surely. Is aerodynamism a word? <laughs> it is now. It's yeah. also the title of this episode. Aerodynamism. All right, number four we're up to now. <laughs> Toe wrestling. Oh, I like that. Yeah, players play with their bare feet alternating between their left and right feet and play the best of three rounds. Okay. Other than that, it doesn't really describe to me what's happening. Well, it'd just be like thumb wrestling, just with big toes, surely. Yeah, except although here it says it's more similar to arm wrestling. Maybe they just have really long toes, whoever came up with this game. The people in the picture look very kind of middle to lower class British. Which strikes me as, what's, like, exactly what this would what's, be. What's with the disdain? Have a look at pictures. Yeah, <laughs> you fine, tell me. Fine, but what's with the disdain? It's not disdain. It's just, you know, they come up with weird sports. They got, well, you know, they got to keep themselves They certainly disdain. like darts. I know that. Yeah, they do. Number five. It's one of my favourites. I quite like this sport. I had heard of it before. It's chess boxing. You ever heard of chess boxing? Is it, like, live human-sized chess, but when you fight a piece you've got to actually fight a piece no but that's awesome I like the sound of that that's, well, well, that's why isn't that better. what it yeah, is that's heaps better it would take a while yeah. unless you just got one punch at each other's head yeah whoever goes down no but that's not really how chess works hang on there's no battle stop everything maybe you just get to punch the opposing player so it's like it's a whole human sized chess board but say I'm a pawn and I take a bishop I just get to punch the guy that's wearing the bishop thing in, in, his, in his mush Stop everything. I've got a new game show here. Yeah. Like Battle Chess. Battle Chess. Right. I like it. So it's full life-size human chess, yeah. right? But when you go to take a piece, you've actually got to... They've got to do a challenge of some kind. Whoever yeah, wins okay. stays the- on the board. Wow. I like that. I think and there's so, some issues with it, but I like it. But normally you just take the piece if you just move into the spot yeah. and take it. Yeah, yeah, This has got a wrinkle. You, the piece can defend itself. So the piece defends itself. If if the defending piece wins, does he move to the spot that the attacking piece no, was? No, it stays where he is. And the attacking piece lives? No. Okay. 
So maybe you've got to maybe you've got to do whatever the challenge is. It's got to advantage the attacking yeah, side. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Defending side still has a chance. I like it. Yeah, there's there's something there. We'll we'll work on Let's that. Let's workshop that. Yeah, yeah. Anyone um, steal that idea? We're coming at you. We will. Uh, <laughs> attack chess style. <laughs> um, chess boxing. It's fun. It's yeah. Twelve rounds. Um, you have to fight for three minutes, a regular boxing match, and then play chess for three minutes. You can win by knocking the guy out, getting a checkmate, or winning on points at the end of the 12 rounds if the chess isn't over. Right. So surely you'll get worse at chess as it goes along. Hmm. I suppose, yes. Brain and brawns, you know. Uh, number six, we've talked about this before. It's nothing too weird. Uh, that would be hot dog eating. Is that a sport? It says here it's a sport. It's more of a pastime, in my opinion. Mm, like baseball. <laughs> America's favourite pastime. Mm. Yeah, all right, we'll move on from that. Now, here's where it got interesting. Hang on, that, that's probably where we should have been talking about Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, well, you know we've talked about Johnny Appleseed before. He's the world's best, but his name's not Johnny Appleseed, is it? No, it's Johnny, Joey, Joey Chestnuts. Joey Chestnuts. Uh, question seven. Question seven? No, number seven. This is the one I was quite interested by. Man vs. Horse Marathon. <laughs> handicapped, I assume. Man vs. Horse Marathon. Not handicapped. <laughs> oh, so, so okay. So, what are we saying? Man, man has uh, potential to have uh, enough stamina to beat a horse over a certain period. I'll, just read, certain I'll read you the thing. You can Please. tell me because I loved this. this I, mar- I'm jumping in and deciding what I think it is yeah, before letting often. you read. <laughs> <laughs> this marathon began as a way to settle a pub argument in 1979 when Welsh locals Gordon Green and Glyn Hones oh, yeah. wondered who would win a marathon, a horse or a man. Of course Sh- they did. Surely one of them was far drunker than the other, the guy who's arguing for man, right? <laughs> Ever since then, an annual 22-mile, 35-and-a-half-kilometre marathon is held in Welsh town, Wales. Welsh town, Wales. Yep. Welshton in Wales. No, it's the other way. It's a town called Wales in oh, Welsh right. town. <laughs> With both men and horse running. How's this bit, though? It's been held since 79. Men have won on two occasions. Wow. But it's usually the horse that emerges victors. If a human wins, they are eligible to win a $40,000 cash prize. Okay. Eligible. <laughs> <laughs> what what, other, challenges, what other challenges do yeah, they I don't know go? what happens. <laughs> so, hang on. The time that men have won... Oh, I'm being sexist there. The people of one might have been women. Well, men can be the, the royal term for hominids, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Is a horse kind of what being distracted by some oats potentially, or something like that? What's that like? I'll tell you what. You know, I suppose if the horse was unridden, hmm. he would have no idea. Of course not. It would probably be weirder that he did win. <laughs> for him to go the same direction for thirty-five k. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like the one thing I like about this is it's literally giving me a paragraph on each. I'm not going to look into anything no, else. No, why would we'll you guess? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's weird that men have only won two times. Maybe this one horse knows the way yeah. and likes it. Maybe it's like pub pool where like whoever wins has to carry over into the next game. So the, ah, if yeah. the horse won for 20 years in a row. Same horse, same he's real old and yeah, tired. Yeah, yeah. But he does know the course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's how they keep winning. I like that. All right, moving on. Oh, no, my computer's gotten real dark. That's fine now. Number eight is the Redneck Games. Redneck Games. Is that Olympics for kind of your confederate sort of states? Some of the events include toilet seat tossing, seed spitting, mud belly flops, armpit serenades, and dumpster diving. Mm. I think it's just a 
it's just a redneck get together. Wonderland. <laughs> Hoe down. Yeah. <laughs> wheelbarrow racing, number nine. Yeah, that's You put right. a human in a wheelbarrow and yeah, yeah. you race. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, wife carrying. You seen that? I've seen that. Yeah, like, yeah, where they kind of hold the wives upside down on their backs. Yeah, yeah, like firemen's carry or yeah. the kind of one arm firemen's yeah, yeah. carry. He's got a ra- that one's pretty self-explanatory. Not too bad. Bog snorkeling is number eleven. I've heard of that. You know that one where you got to snorkel in a bog. I that haven't, but bog, I kind of poop. took your meaning from yeah. the title. So. Yeah, it's nothing to extreme ironing. You've heard of extreme <laughs> ironing. <laughs> I've always seen extreme ironing, but I've never really understood how you would score. Is there any further information in that paragraph there about extreme ironing? Just just so we got some parameters for how extreme ironing. ironing is a type of extreme sport where people take clothes and ironing boards to remote or dangerous locations to do a spot of ironing. Fuck, really? Yeah, I've seen this. So like people like um, ironing as they jump out of a plane or ironing off the side of a building, that kind of ironing. Okay, that's not what I thought. I thought it was like you had to iron a hectic amount of shirts in a very small period of time. Um, now, you remember I told you we didn't know how many sports there were here? Yeah. That might not even matter as my um, the thing that I'm reading from has 3% battery left. So okay. it might disappear. I, I don't actually mind if we carry over some of this into next time because... Okay. Well, 13 is cheese rolling. Nothing too interesting. No, don't worry. No, we, we move on. That. The next one interests me more though. Giant pumpkin kayaking. If you're tired of using a kayak to go kayaking, then why not give this quirky sport a try instead? The most famous giant pumpkin race by far... <laughs> Takes place annually on Nova Scotia's Lake Pesaquid. The race is around half a mile long, and participants typically decorate their pumpkins in a colourful way. So it appears as if this man has hollowed out a rather large pumpkin yeah, and, and sat, sat in, in it. it. Yeah, and put himself on a lake. Um, underwater football. I've seen this. It just mm. it's it's stupid. Yeah. Unicycle hockey. I'd watch that. Yeah, I would watch that too. I wouldn't play it though. No, for lots of reasons. Mm. Uh, now this enough. one. This is where I I was like I hope we get to this one before it runs out of battery. Number seventeen. Competitive worm charming. Competitive worm charming. Worm charming is a sport in which participants attempt to lure as many earthworms out of the ground as possible within right. a predefined time frame. With, with what? Siren song? There are kind. many kinds of techniques that can be used. However, the most common one is to simply tap the ground rhythmically until the worms begin to emerge. It's Why bizarre. does that make worms come out? They, they're party animals, man. They can't can't help but come I would to the have beat. Like a tapping, a constant tapping might have been like make them go further down. Well, like it might be a bird's beak tapping on the ground, trying to look for worms. Why would you come up and yeah, see what the point. fuck was going on? Good point. Yeah, suicidal. Oh, you know, I, I I've got it. I'm no scientist, but you know, they always come up when it's wet. Oh, like, so they think it's raindrops. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, you might be right there. So yeah, there's there's you know the world of weird sports. Yeah. I might apologise again for the bird noises in the background. We're at Monty's house. He can't help the birds, so don't get upset. Yet. That was good. I, I appreciate that. I did, we talked a lot more about the Gold Coast than I thought we would, but that's not necessarily a bad thing, is it? No, I think a lot of people, like, at the end of a conversation, say, wow, I talked a lot more about the yeah. Gold Coast than I thought I would have. Yeah. Come back for all any Gold Coast news that you're interested in, too. We might have a... Do you think... I reckon we could probably get a regular... Gold Coast man segment going much like a Florida man segment. You, you, it's the closest thing, isn't it? Gold Coast man is the closest thing to Florida man here. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. All right. Uh, any plans for the coming week as the uh, outro music comes up? Um, uh, not really. I'm going to make some tuna tonight. No, I'm not. I'm going to make some salmon tonight. All right. Is this tuna 
going to be something hurled viciously in a uh, competition of some kind that you found on the ground? Ah, uh, it's a salmon. Can't toss a salmon. That sounds like a challenge. See you next week. See ya.